Instinctively, man has always been drawn to the sea. Its beauty, its mystery, its secrets. But there is also a vague uncertainty, a sense of intrusion into an alien world, where man is unwelcome and completely at the mercy of the most terrifying predator on Earth. Man's deepest fear has risen again. Jaws, the revenge. This time, it's personal. Tradition continues. Ladies and gentlemen, it's August 1st, 2023. And here I am for the, let's say, 32nd, 34th, 35th time talking Joggist. Well, 34th time and then one Jaws Timber. Folks, this whole thing started with one of the greatest movies of all time. 31 days of Jaws, 31 days of watching Jaws, 31 days of podcasting about Jaws. This was the predecessor to Marchie McFly. This was the beginning of a, of a new trend that I want to do um, going forward, even after Back to the Future is done, of, of, of picking a movie uh, and, and watching it every day for a month and podcasting about it. Um, there will be others, and I will continue uh, this trend, but um, it all it all harkens back to one of my favorite movies and one of the best movies of all time, Jaws. But when it came to March McFly, 
I uh, love the trilogy so much, even though you know there are there are lesser things to enjoy in the sequels. Um, I love the trilogy so much that I said, yes, I'm going to cover every every movie um, is going to get its own year, its own month. When when that came around to Jaws, I thought, you know what, Mike, that would be a terrible, terrible disservice to humankind, to the podcast, and to your brain. Uh, so I said, no, 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 no. I will not be doing Jaws 2, Jaws 3D, and, um, you know, this one, Jaws the Revenge. But I will give each one of those their own special day. Each one gets their own August 1st. And it just turns out that I've... Stuck around long enough to be able to uh, deliver you the very worst that Jaws has to offer. You know, I don't, I don't even like thinking of Jaws as a franchise or Jaws as a you know like a movie series. There's a there's a movie called Jaws that's one of the greatest movies of all time, based on a book. Then the money grab came in for Jaws two, Jaws three D, and Jaws the Revenge. I'm not talking about two or three anymore. Let's. Focus on, and actually, I shouldn't say I'm not going to talk about them anymore because I am going to compare, you know, <clears throat> the the sequels. Um, let's look at it as a franchise, even though it's not. Jaws two, while vastly inferior, they all they're all vastly inferior, obviously. But but while Jaws two is inferior to the first film, it still felt like you were in this world. It still felt similar. You know, we you had Brody, you had Ellen, you had Murray, you had, um, you know, you're in Amity. It all kind of felt similar. Then they just went off the deep end with Jaws 3, and they made a 3D movie. And then they brought, they tried to bring it back to Amity during Christmas time of all, of all you know, um, like the weirdest idea. Of all places, of all times, uh, Christmas. And they just went, they went kooky. But I almost wish they went kookier, because if you read some of the things that were supposed to be in this movie, of uh, there were storylines of Hoagie being like drug runner, there were storylines of criminals and shootings, there were storylines of voodoo curses, and they do mention voodoo in this movie. They say it's oh, it's not voodoo, it's a shark. But I believe the the in in some I think it was like I originally heard about it in I read movies in the novelization. That's a podcast. I read movies. Check it out. Um, the novelization for this movie featured like a voodoo priest and there was a voodoo curse that I guess cursed the shark to follow the Brodies, which is terrible and dumb, but at the same time, it gives it a reason. There's a like, oh, like there can be really cheesy, silly, goofy things, but in, in the movie story, it makes sense. What happens in this movie doesn't make much logical sense. Any of it, really. So it's Christmas time, and, and you know, okay, let's talk about this first. I've got to be as quick as I possibly can because it's eleven eleven p.m. on on August first, twenty twenty three, and I need to get this over and done with. But I need to tell you that you know, Jaws came out before I was born, the original Jaws. Jaws two, I, 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 I was a little baby, little baby, cute little baby, cute little fat little baby. Jaws three, I was just kind of realizing that there were these Jaws movies and I think I saw it on regular TV. Jaws the Revenge I saw in the theater. In the theater. Yes, the only Jaws movie that I saw in original run. Now you could say I saw Jaws in you know uh, in a re-release 
um, years later. But the only film that I saw, like, hey, there's a new movie coming out of Jaws. Let's go see Jaws and Revenge. Let's go see not only the worst Jaws film, but one of the worst films of all time, I have to say. And yet, there are things in it where I go, you know what? That's not that bad. Some of the acting, not that bad. The location, not that bad. Some of the scenery, not that bad. But when you put it all together, it is like, and, and it is just poorly, so poorly executed from the shark to some of the shots to the explanation of the ending. And the, the ending I watched now, it was on Peacock. Was it Peacock, I believe? I went to go watch it today. Obviously, August 1st, the streaming things cut, start moving from one place to the next. It's gone. It's not on Peacock. I watched it on Tubi. I don't know what Peacock had. Tubi had, and I think it's just the version that you get now. Um, Tubi had the version where let's. Let, I'm not going to go through the. Whole, I'm not going to go through the whole plot, but Tubi had the version where Mario. Uh, Mario Van Peebles is he's in it, but it, I'm talking no no. Melvin Van Peebles is in it. Mario Van Peebles is the main guy's Jake, and in the in the original theatrical version. Jake gets taken by the shark, eaten by the shark, taken underwater, and he's gone because he's dead. Okay? Then all of a sudden, he, in, in a re-release, he comes back. Uh, it's the international version, and it's the version that we got. Now, I think I read this correctly, that it tested poorly when they put it out in the theaters, and they're like, oh, God, we need to have the international market. So they went and reshot stuff. And you can – I remember seeing, uh, like, the making of as a kid going, wow, that's in a tank. You can see that the sky is actually a wall. You can see the water just stop at the wall. And you see that it's a tank for all these reshoots where you see all of a sudden Mario, um, Jake is alive. And he's like, oh, no, man, I'm bleeding. And Michael's like, come on. He swims over to him. None of that happens. Uh, you don't see them swimming in the water at all. Anytime you see you know, them at the water at the end, that's all the reshoots. The waters are a different color. The sky is a wall behind them. You can actually see some of the paint lines. It is so poorly executed. Um, but let's, that's the version that you get now. The original version, he gets killed. The shark gets stabbed through the thing, through the mast, and you actually see it stabbed through. It's like, Arr! it roars because that's stupid. And then it sinks. And that's pretty normal. In the version you see now, if you were, were to watch it on Tubi or probably anywhere you can watch it now, the shark gets stabbed by a wooden mast, just like in the original, and explodes. Because wood makes sharks explode. That makes all the sense in the world. Now you could say, oh, there's the, he had that electric charge in him or whatever, that sensor, that maybe it hit that and exploded. I don't know. It makes no sense. The whole thing makes no sense. From the beginning, we see that Sean Brody is an Amity police officer. He's not, he's, he's, what he isn't is a very good actor. Um, I don't know. Is he a hardy boy? He looks like a hardy boy or something you'd see in an old Friday the 13th who gets killed pretty early. Uh, he's about to get married. He, uh, he's the, he works for the Amity police, so he follows in daddy's footsteps. Apparently, apparently they're so bad that you get any old lady in there and a Brody will call them Polly because that's not Polly from the first movie. It's supposed, if it's supposed to be Polly, she's very different. Um, and we know the original Polly. You know, the kids are karate chopping. Uh, let Polly do the printing. We know that. They had to call her Polly in this one? No, no, they shouldn't have said that. They should have called her Molly, Polly's sister. Um, he goes to, to you know fix a buoy in the middle of the night and the shark just randomly is like, there he is, there's Sean Brody, let's get him. Do, 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 jumps up. He's like, karate. I don't know why I said karate. He jumps up and goes, chomp, chomps off his arm. Michael's like, oh, no, where's my arm? Sean's like, where's my arm? I always say Michael because 
In my family, Sean's the older brother and I'm the younger brother, Michael. But in the Brodies, it's the opposite. See, we're the opposite of Brodies. Plus, we've never been eaten by a shark. So Sean gets his arm hidden off, even though you can clearly tell that his jacket's much bigger because his arm's hiding under it. And he's on the boat going, oh, God, oh, God. He looks over his shoulder, and I guess the shark jumps up onto the boat, takes him off. I mean, it, it was really dumb. Uh, but actually, then he's in the water. He's like, help me, please. But the kids are singing, you know, Christmas carols. So um, that's dumb. What did I like? I liked seeing uh, uh, Mrs. Kittner, who hangs – she obviously forgave Chief Brody – uh, because she goes and visits um, Ellen Brody all the time, and she knows Ellen Brody's grandkid. And uh, I, 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 mm, I don't even want to talk. Well, I, I'm going to talk about the grandkid. Um, and the other woman who's like, you know, I don't think that's funny. I don't think that's funny at all from Jaws. They're both there. They hang out with, with Ellen Brody. Um, so the, bro- the brother gets killed. So the son gets killed, Sean Brody. Michael Brody comes up with his family. He's got his wife. He's got his daughter. They talk about Martin, and she's like, it, it, it waited. It came back, and it killed Sean just like it killed your father. It's like, Dad, Dad died of a heart attack. He died of fear from the shark. So that was dumb. And the fact that she thinks, like, Martin killed two sharks, okay? Two sharks. Now the third one's coming after them? Like, it, it, it waited? What do you mean it waited? It, it's like, it, it died. This is a different shark. Um you could say, oh, my God, sharks keep coming to Amity. What is it about Amity that attracts sharks? But no, they don't do that. They say, oh, um, it's, uh, it's, it's coming for the family. Really dumb, really dumb. Um, so they all take Ellen. They take Ellen back to the Bahamas because what better way to deal with that than going around where the ocean is? But he says the ocean's warm here. We don't have sharks at all, which is like, uh-oh, of course that's going to happen. Um, but Ellen's really nervous about her daughter, her granddaughter being anywhere near the ocean. She's really, she just overly panicked. She has a dream that she's going swimming and a shark attacks her. What I want to talk about really quick is the granddaughter. It is like cute little kid in this, in this movie. I think she was a, an animated voice for movies like um, All Dogs Go to Heaven and Land Before Time. But her real life story is the tragic. Like I looked, I was looking things up earlier today and I was like, oh my God, this girl thinks she's five in this movie. At 10 years old, I, you know, I just a warning of violence coming up here. Uh, the father kills the mother, kills her, and kills himself like a murder-suicide. And re- this is not part of a movie. This is what happened to this girl. Like, seeing this girl in this movie and just the, the, that tragedy that, um, that befell her in real life is like just, oh, my God, I had no clue of this. Now, I saw this in the theater. I was 10 years old at this time, or 11 maybe, 10 or 11, uh, and just thinking like this little girl is just gone because of, you know, because of her father. Oh, and I, I didn't mean to bring the, the podcast down, but I looking at that, I was like, Oh my goodness gracious. Like I couldn't not, I couldn't ignore it. Uh, so they go to the Bahamas. And I, now I feel like I'm going back to Jaws four. Talk about that. Like what a lame thing to do, but um, that's what the show's about. They go to, jo- they go to uh, the Bahamas and who's the pilot? Hoagie is the pilot. Who's the who's Hoagie? Michael Caine. Michael Caine, who missed getting his Oscar award because he had to be in that friggin' tank for reshoots. Michael Caine, who said, I've never seen the movie. I heard it's terrible. But you know what it did do? It paid for a beautiful house, and I can see that all the time. And that's where you go, you know what? You want to call it art? You can call it art. You want to call some of the cinema, like, beautiful storytelling. But for some people, it can just be a job. You work your job. You get paid for your job. You go to your next job. And, you know, these are, there are, I shouldn't say he does that all the time, but he said this was a paycheck film. 
What, what is wrong with that? Absolutely nothing. Um, and I think he got paid like a million bucks for six days of shooting, and, he's, and it's in the Bahamas. So he's like, yeah, okay, someplace warm, I'll do it. He was looking to, to, work, to work someplace warm. Fantastic. So the whole time, the whole, a lot of this movie is uh, they've, they've discovered there's a shark actually in the Bahamas. I guess it followed them. It didn't attack Mario Van Peebles it's still, until later it does. Uh, and you make it seem like, well, it must be going after the Brodies, which is stupid. Uh, but what the, a lot of the movie is is there's a shark there, and Michael won't say anything about it. He doesn't say anything to his wife, doesn't say anything to his family, doesn't say anything to his mother. He's like, don't let anyone know, don't let anyone know. We go through Christmas, we go through New Year's, and finally we get this banana boat scene on a beach where the daughter almost gets attacked by a sh- well, almost gets eaten by a shark when the shark attacks this little bouncing banana boat. And I remember as a kid thinking, like, Oh my God, that scene was the scary one. That was the great scene. That scene was awesome. And then I watch it and I go, oh my God, that is really poorly done. It's like in slow motion, like watching this woman get eaten, the shark like jumping up. It looks foam. It just looks so bad. At some point, the shark attacks a a boat that Michael's working on. And I swear it's a hand puppet. It just looks like a hand puppet. Like, like, it just seems like, like you'd almost see the fingers like pushing through the rubber. Uh, It eventually, they, you know, when you think Jaws, when I think of the original Jaws, it's like a two, two halves of a movie. The first half is this shark is, start, is attacking this small town, is attacking swimmers in this small town and terrorizing this area and trying to maybe deal with it, cover it up, not, you know, not make a big deal of it, but they get to a certain point where we have to deal with it. And then the second half of the movie is them fully dealing with it. And it's basically cut in half, an hour in Amity, an hour on the boat. We never go back. It's just, boom, an hour out on the Orca. This movie, when we finally get to the big finishing scene of the boat, uh, on the boat where they finally kill the shark by stabbing it because it leaps right in front of them. Oh, don't roar. Oh, no, I shouldn't have done that. Stab, you're dead. Uh, Twelve minutes. I think I think I counted from the time they flew the plane out, uh, 12 minutes. Now, I was when I'm watching this, I'm going, you know what? I can picture someone in the studio or, you know, putting the script together and being like, all right, here's a scene. Okay, listen to this. They they fly the plane overhead and they can actually, there's the boat with Ellen on it. They can actually see the shark coming at the boat because the crystal clear water. We can see the shark and it's huge. It's coming right at the boat and they're like, we can't do anything about it. Okay. But then Hoagie's like, hold on. I'm going to do something about it. And then he, he, he will land the plane on the water and say, get out of here. The guys will jump, swim back to the water because the shark's now attracted to the, to the plane. Hoagie tries to get away. Let's picture this. The shark actually grabs the plane and just dives down and brings the whole airplane down with it. Oh, my God. That's an amazing scene. Oh, my God. That's an amazing shot. Then you cut to it and you're like, you see this big shark. It's like, is that Ellen? And I swear it looked like Ellen was a, like an action figure on a toy boat. And then it looked like Ellen's not looking. And then the shark goes, roar. And Ellen's like, whoa. And then the plane lands. They jump out. All that stuff happens. The shark does come over, grab the plane, and push it down. But it just almost looks like they're just watching something in slow motion. Like, okay, the mechanical shark comes over to the plane. Okay, now pull the plane under the water. And Michael Caine's in there. And he probably got out. Yes, he got out. Okay, and we're underwater. It just was so boringly like it just... Um, it just was poorly 
done. The whole thing was poorly done. This whole movie was poorly done. It was poorly received. It was, it was, and when you think you're trying to make a franchise of, uh, out of movies and then this either they just decided to, you know, quit while they're ahead or they realized, Oh my God, we've got a stinker on our hands. And this is 1987. This is 36 years ago. Uh, it's like the 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 jaws never came back. I remember reading about. I think I read. Now these were. It was the early internet days where it's like, oh, um, um, what's his name? Kevin Smith is going to write a Jaws five, and it's going to be a school of sharks. That never happened. Uh, I just you just hear about other movies that possibly were going to happen. They never did. You got Deep Blue Sea. I've never seen it. I think they they made some sequels of that. Now you got the Meg. The Meg is a dumb movie. But it knows it's dumb. It doesn't try to be art. It doesn't try to be smart. It doesn't try to be good. It actually goes for the camp. It goes for the silliness. That new Meg movie looks ridiculous. I'll watch it. I'll think it's dumb. And I'll probably enjoy some of it. But I will. But it knows what it is. A serious, well-done shark movie does exist. And it's called Jaws. And it's the only one you need. Because the shark is just a part of the movie. It is like... It is about the characters that are having to deal with the fact that a shark is there instead of there's a shark there and there's just put a couple couple generic characters around them. Um, and while I'm watching this, I'm going, some of this acting's okay. Lance Guest, he's okay. Mario Van Peebles, he was okay. Like, I, I enjoyed some of the moments of some of the performances. Michael Caine, obviously Michael Caine's a legend. He's a great actor. He was fine in everything he did. I didn't, like, it, he didn't have to do much. He got to pretend to gamble. He got to dance. He got to fl pretend to fly a plane. He got to, you know, um, hang out with, with uh, Lorraine Gary, who came out of retirement to do this movie, and they went and shuffled right back into retirement. Like, I'm going away. Uh, so, all in all, there were moments where you go, well, that's not everything in this movie is terrible. It's just a terrible movie. There's some acting that's okay. There's, I'm trying to think, is there any shark effect that looks good? Even at one point when the shark, when he, like Michael's running from the shark and he looks overhead and you see the shark, like the, the silhouette of the shark over the water, like up through a boat hole, it looked like the shark should be really fluid and it looked really stiff. I was just like, oh, they couldn't do anything right. I don't even know if they use like, real shark footage you know that was the genius of jaws is that they put some real shark footage in there and they just made it seem bigger than it was i don't think this did this but i do tell you one thing it's eleven twenty-six now and i don't want to talk jaws anymore i don't want to talk jaws anymore if i ever talk jaws jaws again we're going back we're going back to the original uh and maybe i should maybe i should maybe every jaws uh jaws forever jaws jaws bleh. Every Jog is Forever, Jog is First should just be re-enjoying Jaws and make that the tradition because there's no reason to revisit these movies. Now, they, if they're on TV, sometimes you might watch them for five or ten minutes to see a dumb part or to see a part you like, but there's no reason to. There is always a reason to watch the original Jaws, and I think that's what Jogist will be for now and forever. Um, but with that, I say... Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing. Now, did you know, this is Geek Mentality, by the way. I haven't done a uh, podcast since uh, in a month. June 30th was the last one when I watched Indiana Jones. 
Um, but did you know I'm on social media? I'm on X. What the hell is X, you say? I don't know. I think it's still called Twitter. But it's an X now, and it's really friggin' stupid. Everything about it is stupid. Everything Elon Musk has done with Twitter is stupid. But I still use it because it's still... Like my biggest mode of, of communication, and it's still where I find people that I like. It's just there's a lot of dumbasses out there, too. One of them being the guy who owns the whole company. So will X and Twitter be here in a year? I have no idea. But if you are listening in the future and Twitter or X or whatever it's called is still there, you can follow me at Geek Mentality. All one word, Geek Mentality. You can also follow Geek Mentality on Instagram, on threads, on mastodon.social, and I don't know, maybe someday on Blue Sky. I have no idea, but... Anywhere, look for Geek Mentality. That is me. Now, the Facebook page is Fans Not Experts. That's because the website is fansnotexperts.com. <sighs> I was trying to think if there's anything else in Jaws 4 that I wanted to talk about. I, I really don't think there... I don't think anyone should talk about this movie anymore. So I'm going to get this done because I only have uh, 32 minutes to, to, to publish this to, re, to reach my self-imposed joggers deadlines. So I'm going to get to work. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing. I don't know when the next Geek Mentality podcast will be. I hope it's not in December. Hope we, I hope you hear from me before December 1st with Sitcom All Ye Faithful. But if not, I'll see you then. And until then... You know what comes, right? You didn't forget, did you? Here is my theme song. This is my podcast. I made it. Geek Mentality is what I named it. And I think you should listen and subscribe. Because I'm kind of funny and awesome. I think that I'm worth your time. And I'm kind of handsome. My mom says, please listen and Please subscribe, at least listen to this episode. Fans not experts.